Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2249. How long should you keep your financial statements? By Jeff Rose of goodfinancialsense.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, where I'm here with you each and every day to read from some of the world's best finance blogs. And with that, let's get right to today's article as we optimize your life. How Long Should You Keep Your Financial Statements? By Jeff Rose of GoodFinancialSense.com Every new client that decides to work with me, I always have to give them the warning of the amount of introductory paperwork they'll receive. From prospectus to statements, many are initially overwhelmed on the amount that they receive. In addition to that, I wanted to also share how long you should keep some of the other important documents you receive, such as tax returns, bank records, and 401k statements. I can't reiterate enough how important it is to be organized. Keeping a good filing system of all your statements will help you do a better job of investment tracking. Before you listen to the post, you may wanna get your shredder ready. Brokerage statements. I tell clients that once they get a new statement, they can toss the old one. You, of course, are more than welcome to keep them all, and I have plenty of clients that do. But in this day and age, we have everything on backup and can produce an old statement relatively easily. The one statement that you definitely want to hang on to is your December or annual statement. For tax purposes, especially in taxable accounts, you may want to hold on to investment purchases. But once again, most firms will keep all that information on hand for you. Keep in mind that if you sign up for online access, you'll have the capability to log in and print off any forms that you need. IRA and 401k statements. Same thing that applies to your brokerage statements applies to your 401k and IRA statements. The annual statement is the one to hold on to. Additionally, you wanna hang on to your form 8606 your Form 5498, and your Form 1099-R. Form 8606 is the one you use to report non-deductible contributions to traditional IRAs. Form 5498 is the one your IRA custodian sends to you. It's sometimes called the IRA Contribution Information, or Fair Market Value Information form, and it usually arrives in May. It details A, contributions to your traditional or Roth IRA, and B, the fair market value of that IRA at the end of the previous year. And Form 1099-R, of course, is the one you get from your IRA custodian showing your withdrawals or income distributions. Tax returns. As a business owner, I'm definitely inclined to hang on to my tax returns and documents more so than years past. Just so that I don't misinform, I headed over to the IRS website to see what they have to say on the matter. Here's what they have to say. 
quote, the length of time you should keep a document depends on the action, expense, or event the document records. Generally, you must keep your records that support an item of income or deductions on a tax return until the period of limitations for that return runs out. The period of limitations is the period of time in which you can amend your tax return to claim a credit or refund, or that the IRS can assess additional tax. The following information contains the periods of limitations that apply to income tax returns. Unless otherwise stated, the years refer to the period after the return was filed. Returns filed before the due date are treated as filed on the due date. Note, keep copies of your filed tax returns. They help in preparing future tax returns and making computations if you file an amended return. Number one, you owe additional tax and situations two, three, and four do not apply to you. Keep records for three years. Number two, you don't report income that you should report and it's more than 25% of the gross income shown on your return. Keep records for six years. Number three, you file a fraudulent return. Keep records indefinitely. Number four, you don't file a return. Keep records indefinitely. Number five, you file a claim for credit or refund after you file your return. Keep records for three years from the date you filed your original return or two years from the date you paid the tax, whichever is later. Number six, you file a claim for a loss from worthless securities or bad debt deduction. Keep records for seven years. This will typically include credit card statements and mortgage statements. And number seven, keep all employment tax records for at least four years after the date that the tax becomes due or is paid, whichever is later, end quote. I double-checked with my CPA and he resonated with what the IRS website had to say. He did add that while three to seven years is standard, it's advisable to keep your returns forever. Yes, forever. Although he has only had a few clients actually go through the audit process, he noted that the standard IRS audit typically goes back three years. Keep in mind that if you're convicted of a tax felony, the IRS can open the doors and review all of your past history. Easiest way to avoid this? Don't commit tax fraud. Bank statements. Following the line with the IRS audit look back is usually suggested to keep your bank statements three years. Personally, we do all banking online, so we just resolve to have our statements accessible that way. Life insurance. The life insurance policy is a prime candidate to keep locked up in a home safe or safe deposit box. You'll wanna keep the policy for the entire life on the contract plus three years. Shred when you're done. Identity theft is the real deal nowadays. So when you do decide to get rid of your documents, do so very carefully. Proper shredding is an easy way to protect yourself from identity theft. If you're a small business, there are companies that specialize in destroying your sensitive information. Either way, those are two ways to help prevent identity theft. What you can throw away. Now that you know the stuff you need to keep, here's some stuff that you can pitch. Outdated warranties, outdated instruction manuals, outdated wills or trusts, provided you created a new one, canceled insurance policies, credit card statements for closed tax years, canceled checks for closed tax years, old annual reports from stocks and or mutual funds, and old investment newsletters. Some people keep these things for years because they paid for them. Let them go. 
You just listened to the post titled, How Long Should You Keep Your Financial Statements? by Jeff Rose of goodfinancialsense.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. I have to admit, in this digital age, I really never think about how long to keep documents. I've opted for e-statements on everything. I barely ever get any mail, and I don't even own a printer. I definitely have an aversion to paper, so I keep very little paper documents, and I digitize almost everything. I have one expandable file that keeps things like my birth certificate and car title, but in my book, the less paper, the better. This also helps with organization. My filing system on my Google Drive is pretty intuitive, but I can also search file names and have always found it faster to find a digital document versus a paper one. Now, some people might not feel that storing important documents on a Google Drive is safe. However, a recent Business Insider article outlined that Google uses the strong 256-bit Advanced Encryption Standard, or AES, encryption on all of its Google Drive servers. Likewise, when the data is in transit between users and Google Drive servers, Google uses the Transport Layer Security, or TLS, protocol to protect the data and prevent interception. The biggest risk to your Google Drive data is often you along with the computers or devices you've connected to Google Drive. A way to further protect yourself is two-factor authentication to prevent hackers from accessing your files from another device, even if they have your username and password. And of course, always make sure you have a strong password. In short, your data is largely secure on Google Drive. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks so much for listening all the way through And I'll catch you tomorrow on our next episode where your optimal life awaits.